when we were walking down here, there was a girl with a t-shirt on. <laughs> wow, good and story, it, bro. And it's, do you know what it said? Do you remember what it said? Uh, something about virgins. It said, I'm a virgin in big black letters, and then underneath in smaller letters, it said, this is an old t-shirt. Welcome to the Two Boys One Cup podcast. This week, we are back in Harringay to see the Borough take on Stainstown FC. We are back. I've missed it. It's been a long time coming. It's been too long. Yeah, we've been uh, we've been busy and the podcast has suffered, which will never happen again. I'm sorry, listeners. A podcast hiatus. Although there will be periods going forward in the cup, I guess, where there's a longer time between fixtures and people are going to have to learn to live without the pod. Yeah, you know, um, we've got lives outside of this. Sorry, we have can't. We? <laughs> <laughs> well, we pretend, we pretend to. Yeah, we, yeah. But we're glad, glad to be back. We've moved studio slightly. We have. We've moved from downstairs in my parents' fu- uh, house to upstairs in my parents' house. Wow. Moving on up, literally. <laughs> and we finally got some listeners, Alex. At um, bloody last. They're all our friends. They are all our friends. I but can see the stats. You haven't seen the stats, have you? No, not yet. I, think I, I like to live, uh, live in the dark on that. Still double figures, but uh, we're moving on up, as you say. Double figures over 50 or below 50? Uh, let's just, yeah, over. Why not? Over. Yeah, sure. Are you feeding me? Is anyone listening to it at all? Is it, you're just keeping me in the dark. Really? <laughs> yeah, no, I've not even published it. Just, <laughs> it's not fake published it. Yeah, it's just, a, it's just an audio file on your computer. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep you know, keep me uh, keep me in state. Exactly, yeah. So maybe we should recap the podcast about Alex. Yeah, good idea. Um, so the idea is that we pick one team in the Epic Cup, and we have done that, and that was Virginia Water, and we'll keep following them until they lose. Unfortunately, they lost immediately yep. <laughs> to AFC Croydon Athletic, who then became our team. You know, our first love, didn't they? Yeah. We saw FC Croydon beat Virginia Water, as I just said. We saw them go away to Hearn Bay and then have a replay against Hearn Bay. And then they got beaten in the replay by Hearn Bay. So that left us with Hearn Bay away at Harringay Borough. That was last week's game. We, this week we saw the victors, Harringay Borough, take on Staines Town. Yeah. As, you, as people will notice there, we've not seen a win yet. We haven't seen a win. Well, we've not no. supported the winning team yet, which is pretty heartbreaking. Isn't it? Yeah, so we've seen our team lose every week. Well, we haven't supported a goal in two games. We haven't seen a goal, sorry. Yeah, exactly. Um, should we say a little bit about the new team? Yeah, but we have to do one thing before that, and that's the, that's the new club jingle, isn't it? Roll it. New club. New club. New club. New club. New club. New club. New clubs. New club. <laughs> what the hell is that? It's a, it's a new club. <laughs> it's a new club like. So, Jack, Staines is a town near where we grew up, right? We know it reasonably well. Uh, I mentioned in the last pod that Staines was trying to change its name from Staines Town to St. Ains because of its bad rep and because of... Well, that was, that was a rumour which you both said wasn't true. Uh, it could still be true. <laughs> okay. um, it's actually super historic. I didn't read. I was reading up on the, on the town of Staines. Um, 
the first evidence of anybody living in a town called Stones, it wasn't called Stones at the time, was as early as AD 43. So it's actually wow. a Roman town. <laughs> built a bridge over That's the river. incredible. Okay. Uh, it also came up in the Doomsday Book, which you know is the year, yeah, 1086, what I remember, Jack. Yep. Um, it's the first concrete reference to the town being referred to as Stains, but it wasn't spelt with the I, it was just spelt S-T-A-N-E-S. Um, and it's believed to be a, a reference to the stones on the Thames that demarcate the river. So that's the word Stains come from, from stones. Wow. That's interesting, right? This is great, yeah. We're kind of, we're kind of going off the football podcast. We'll, we'll get there in a minute. We'll come back to the football. So in 2012, you know this, I think you mentioned this last week, that Stains renamed its town to Stains-upon-Thames. Yep. And to quote from the Wikipedia page, it's to boost the local economy by promoting its riverside location and reportedly to discourage association with the fictional character Ali G, as well as a rock band, as well as rock band Hardfi, who described Stains as a ghost town. Hardfi went to my secondary school. Oh, really? Yeah, and they also wrote, they wrote a lot of songs about the local area. They wrote um, Felton. Felton singing out. Felton singing out, yeah. yeah. Everyone, yeah. I love Hardfi, genuinely. I think they're really, yeah, really, really cool band. Anyway, in a neat segue back to football, uh, it was the football club who were the main critics of it being renamed Stains upon Thames. Uh, and they even attempted to present a list of 134 signatures to the local council uh, wow. in, in uh, you know, right, criticism of the change. So you can see, you know, they really do want to protect their traditions. And that's because the club was founded as long ago as 1892, which makes them only six years younger than the sworn enemy, Hearn Bay. <laughs> so the second oldest club we've seen. Uh, you've Well, you'll know because you've spent a lot of time there, but Staines is actually quite a big town. Yeah, it's huge. It's 20, got, 20 to 30,000 people, that's Wikipedia what, told me. It's got quite a lot going on. I love Stones. Oh, What's your favourite thing in Stones? You've got a favourite favorite part of Stones? Favourite part of Stones. I like the View Cinema. That's going to be mine as well. <laughs> uh, trying to think what else is there. There is a cocktail bar called Turtle Bay, which is a chain. Yeah. And linking back to the bay. Yeah. Remember, I don't know if we mentioned this to the pod. We thought Herm Bay's nickname was the Swans. The Herons. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Well, Stones Town's <laughs> nickname is the Swans. Okay, cool. Well, is that a link? <laughs> so we, mis- you mistakenly thought Herm Bay were called... The swans. They're actually called the herons, but they're not actually called that either. And stains are called the swans. Stains are called the swans. Wow. Yeah. What a tangent. And in researching this, I finally got my head around how the Isthmian League works. I keep referencing it and talking about it. There's three feeder leagues into a Premier League. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Harringay Borough are in the Premier League. Stains Town are in the South Central League, which is one of the feeder leagues to the top. Okay, cool. Isthmian Premier. Uh, they also, like Harringay, play in a yellow and blue strip uh, at a place called the White Sheaf Park. That's a lot of information to take on board, Alex, about Stains. Yeah, sorry about that. I just got quite into my research. I feel like I've just listened to Dan Snow's History Hit. I fucking love History Hit, honestly. Yeah. I, I feel like a lot of what we're doing in these podcasts is just plug other podcasts. Yeah, you're right. Well, that's okay. Yeah. And hopefully they'll, maybe they'll plug us. Maybe Dan Snow's yeah. like, I wish I was listening to Two Boys, One Cup. Yeah. I was talking to some historian <laughs> about World War Two. Did you hear what they were saying about Stains the other day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much history. Maybe we could do a collaboration for our next new club. Oh, God. Get... I think literally that'd be my dream. Dan Snow could talk us through. A Dan Snow collab. Wow, yeah. Fingers crossed, and we'll get that sorted. Three boys, one cup. I think he needs to hear a bit more. Three boys, one cup. <laughs> he needs to hear a bit more football for him to keep him entertained. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. Let's get back. Let's get onto the football. Let's yeah. Let's go back to uh, the football. First half, Sport and Harringay. Now, they were a bit side straight away. I think Staines were struggling from the get go. Not much midfield with Staines. Harringay passing it around them, um, but not necessarily goals flying in. Yeah, they looked looked a better side, didn't they? Um, I think they kind of dominated. It, it did look like. A league above, as we've just discovered by learning about the Ismini. Yeah, they yeah. did look like they were that that, that much better um, for the first time as well, right? Because when we saw Herne Bay, who were again Harrogate were a league above Herne Bay, but uh, that first half 
Home Bay weren't being, weren't being broken, broken down easily. Yeah. But in the same way, a goal did eventually fly in for Harrogate. It did fly in. Um, but it didn't necessarily take all our attention because we weren't talking about that no. at half time. We ran up, we scuttled off to get, what, did you get a beer? Did we, yeah, we got a pint. We got we? a pint. Uh, and then I saw someone I thought I recognised. Yeah, we were celeb spotting. I think, Ro disagrees with me, I think one, one of the hairy bikers is here. It could be. I think it's just a hairy man with a dog. <laughs> He's think... got a little. Uh, what kind of dog is that? Terrier. Little terrier. No, it's not a terrier. It's like a. It's a terrier, isn't it? Look at it. He's got a little, little brown thing. He's walked away That's now. Most dogs. Little brown thing. <laughs> it could be anything. Uh, hairy bike. We can ask. I think he's a hairy. hairy maybe he's Hugh Fernie Wickstall. I don't know. Yeah. My mum calls you Harry Jack actually. I don't like that because I've met your mum loads of times. Yeah, there's no and other Jacks we have, And we have loads of banter, That's and true. I feel like we get on really well. Yeah. And, there's a, and you don't know any other Jacks. That's true, yeah. But she still calls me Hairy Jack. You are quite hairy. Yeah, but I feel like I'd be more than that. I don't call her Alex's mum, do I? I call her Sally. What do you call Ando's mum? Our friend Alex. I... I've never met his mum. Nor have I. I have, but I don't want to name his. I should probably just call her Alex's mum. If she's listening, <laughs> write in with your name. I want to be defined as more than just a hairy man. I think I am more. To me, you always be more. You're everything. You're by everything. <laughs> quite weird that we're like well, sitting across the chair each other, staring at each other. So not you're saying you are everything. You are by everything. <laughs> well, I just want to be more than... Yeah, you're right. I in, guess that's what it matters, really. In podcast terms, you're my everything. Yeah, and on this podcast, you know what? I'll never be defined as hairy because I'm just a voice. Yeah, that's true. Unless my voice... Maybe my voice sounds hairy. Does is, it? That, is that a thing? Yeah, I think so. Do the hairy bikers have a hairy voice? Maybe we should just, maybe we cut some audio in now of the hairy bikers. I can't, I can't use hairy yeah, bikers audio. People listening at home who don't know me, so basically no one. Quickly pause the. Oh no, wait. Yeah. Well, like, if you don't know me, write in if you think I'm hairy. I've just realised as well we've said I'm hairy. We've said you're hairy. No, so but just... I was going to say pause the podcast, Google uh, YouTube video hairy bikers. Close shut your, your eyes. eyes. Do they have a hairy voice? Stop the video. Go back and finish the podcast. And try and remember that. Try and take away your biases because you obviously you know they're hairy. Yeah, yeah. To a point where it's in their name that they're hairy. Try yeah. and try and get that out of your mind and really think that they sound hairy. And then listen to who's a hairless. Listen to Heston Blumenthal. Yes. And see if you think he's hairy. He's as well. so hairless. He's like a seal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Heston. You're not like. Well, you are like a seal, but I don't want you to be offended. You're like that. a navy seal when it comes to cooking. Also, another thing is the range of people we think are listening to this <laughs> yeah. from Alex Anderson's mum to, yeah. to Heston Blumenthal. Yeah. <laughs> we just always apologise to people. Speaking of hair, uh, the second half got a little hairy for Stainstown. Great link. So Jack, talk me through just what's happened now. Bit of a shit tackle from one of Stain's lads. Penalty Taran Gay. Come out to it now. He steps up and... Carries it, top left. Harangay are going through. Set, up, set about taking the net apart. Yeah. <laughs> so after that penalty, the floodgates truly opened. Yeah, it was a bit of a battering after that. Yep, they had another penalty straight after that. They actually changed penalty takers, which is something that United this season have got loads of banter for. Yeah, but should, it, should you switch spot the spot the kicks? I don't know. Well, for United, probably not. But for Harangay, it worked. They scored the second penalty. Uh, a lad who came on as a sub, actually, called Chid... On a quay? Nailed it, yeah. If you ask him, I'm sure that's how he'd yeah. say he pronounces his name. If you're listening, Chid, right in. Um, <laughs> you have a lot of mail after this episode. <laughs> yeah, and Chid, I mean, that was his first goal and it wasn't his last. He ended up scoring a hat-trick. He's a beast. Off he the bench so, in the second so half. Yeah. yeah. I think he, did he win the initial penalty as well? Yeah, yeah, I think he did. Uh, really class. Fancy league gold, that. If you had him on a fancy football team, he'd be, be so happy. What a shout, First you yeah. see him not starting, then he comes off the bench to score a hat-trick and win a penalty. Absolute like, scenes. Why was he on the bench? He was really good. I, uh, Haringey, uh, Tom Lozano is more than me. Yeah, yeah. But I had to manage the sides. But yeah, uh, Stainstown were taken to school. 
uh, Gorn Haringey. So, you know, it's uh, good to see. Like I said, we've had pretty bad luck in this competition, but we're finally seeing some good football. Finally, Haringey looked like they were going to take a win for us. Take um, the it's worth saying as well that we switched sides, didn't we, in the, in the second half? So yeah. We the first half in the stand, as we, as we have done in the previous game. Uh, at Haringey. Yeah. Uh, but on the other side of the pitch, we were next to a little scaffolding yep. uh, in which there was a Stainstown coach. Uh, and it's quite interesting, genuinely was interesting having a little insight into what a coach says, even at this level. Um, frankly, he didn't say very much that impressed me. No, he was, <laughs> he he was kind was... of laid into one player in particular. Yeah, there's a, a lad. A name that's been branded in, uh, yeah, it's been branded into my skull. Yeah, a lad called Malachi. He was uh, <laughs> the right winger for Stainstown. So very close to where me and Alex were, were standing. Um, and literally, I, I mean, it sounds like we're joking here. Every sort of, seems like every minute at least, you heard, Mao, yeah, Mao, yeah. Malachi, Malachi. Con- this coach was constantly at Malachi. It was, yeah. Uh, and the advice he was offering was literally stuff like, switch on. And, yeah, yeah. Shoot. You've got to shoot there, Malachi. Yeah, yeah. Basic stuff. Come on, Malachi. <laughs> like, and you saw Malachi's face. He looked, he looked like, gutted. Uh, but I couldn't work out where he was like, yeah, sure, Gaffin, just completely ignored him. Yeah. Jenny's taking it on board. Like, this is. I think he could see the whole team were awful like they weren't playing well Yeah, and he was getting the brunt of all the things yeah. just stupid just because where he was on the pitch I think, just geographically yeah. exactly yeah uh, yeah Malachi looked looked dejected um, another pod hero though a name that won't I won't forget in a hurry yeah uh, and uh, Malachi's woes um, suddenly did not subside because uh, Harangay obviously went on to win it 5-0 uh, staying sound couldn't get one back even a consolation goal and yeah it's our first win yes yeah. And right. worth saying, that's two games, 3-0 against Herne Bay, 5-0 against Harringay. They could be a team to support. 5-0 against Stainstown. Sorry, Stainstown. <laughs> that's literally it. Anyway. That's a classic pod thing that's about Alex, Alex getting the clubs mixed up. 5-0 against Stainstown, so that's eight goals in two games, no goals conceded. I think we could be going to Wembley with Harringay Borough. I think we're with the winners already. I think, I think, I think we are, yeah. Was that the final we just we're watched? We're in the pod here. <laughs> yeah, uh, absolute class. Uh they were all great. Really good team performance from everyone I thought. Obviously, Chid on the Kauai, however you say her name is. Yeah. Um, the standout player went home with the match ball. But Alex, he wasn't the player you really kind of fell in love with, was he? No. I Generally, since the first game, uh, there was one player in the first five minutes who stood out as being better than everyone else. Uh, his name was... He's the number eight. He's kind of a deep-line midfielder. He's called Georgios Aresti. And uh, we had a little chat about him in the game. Yeah. Alex, you wrote a poem. Well, you know, re- last week you read a poem. Yeah, last week I read Gerard. Yeah. I think you're going to write a new poem. About? The way you speak about number eight. I fucking, I think number eight's unbelievable. I'm trying to kind of take uh, inspiration from our first episode and find a Premier League player that he equates to. And my current equivalent is Ceballos at Arsenal. I think he's That's a good shout. very graceful. He doesn't really do much tracking back. A bit too cool for school, isn't he? He's a bit too cool, and he, but he is way better than everyone else on this picture. I think he's so good. Yeah, like Sabaya. What a legend! Yeah. Good player, right? You, you think he's a good player? I really rate him. He's definitely the best player on the pitch. It's weird that there was a player who's called a hat trick, but we're still talking about number eight. That shows how good he is. Yeah, it absolutely does, doesn't it? He, uh, yeah. So I did some research on him after the game. It turns out there's a reason he is head and shoulders above everyone else. He's actually played a Spanish national football. Nice. And B, he's played in, uh, for a Champions League club. I'm not sure he's actually played in the Champions League, but he has played for a Champions League club. Would you like to have a guess at which club he's played for? Olympiacos. Close. Right country. Uh, oh, God, I don't really know many Greek teams. Uh... Uh, it's the capital team. What, AFC Athens? Yeah, uh, it's AEK Athens. Yeah. AEK, yeah. Wow. Does he play for Greece or Cyprus? He plays for Cyprus. So, in 2004 to the... 
4th of September 2014, he played in a game against Croatia with players such as Dejan Lovren, uh, Luka Modric, Mario Mandzukic. But he's this guy's he's top level. He's the real deal. Yeah, he is. He's, he's played international football. Um, well, that, that's why he's so much better than ours. I, I absolutely love him. How old is he? At 25. He's, in fact, he's what? all year at school. So he's the same, exactly the same age as us, yeah. He's September our year, so it was his birthday the week after the game last week. Do you think, we, we're loving him and saying how cool he is and how great he is. Do you think he feels a bit like his career has gone the wrong way? Yeah, I was looking at his clubs and they're all Greek teams. And there's Haringey Borough. Yeah, we played, we played against yeah, he's, a Ballon d'Or winner in Luka Modric. And exactly, he's, yeah. he's played for big sides. So I was looking at the other players as well on Twitter. So the other players are just like them and their kids or them in the pub and stuff. Yeah. His cover photo on Twitter is him uh, tackling Kovacic, who's at Chelsea. Right. That's wow. pretty cool, right? That is cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. And um, the fans love him as well. Well, maybe, maybe we're, I'm sort of saying maybe his career's gone the wrong way. Maybe he fell in love with Haringey like we fell in love with Haringey. This is all his choice. It's gone the right way. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an interesting question at what level English football matches because obviously the Greek league's not great. I think he played not That's true. top division football. Like, Haringey aren't that bad. Like, no. Like, can we take, we take the piss a little bit? An English game is so competitive. Yeah. so good. Seriously maybe, high level. Maybe he isn't that far off what he was yeah. playing. <clears throat> There might be some Greek people who are really offended by that. Or there might be some people, Greek people who are really impressed by that and think, oh, good, we're as good as Haringey. I, I just really want to talk to him at games going forward. Yep. I hope maybe we'll, maybe we'll interview him for the pod. Maybe, Def- maybe yeah. he listens to the pod. Maybe he listens to the pod. keep pretending everyone Write in, George, yeah. George, if you do listen to the pod. Write in, if you're, which, which direction is your career going? Yeah. Write up, in up or down. <laughs> up or down. Just, draw, just draw an arrow on a piece of paper. South Central uh, Isthmian League next year, or are you going to be in the Prem? Hopefully the Prem. I mean, I'd have him at Spurs. Would you? Would you sing the song at Spurs? Uh, I've always got the song, but I guess you're going to sing it. Do you want me to sing it? Go on. Get ready. <clears throat> He's a gift from the gods, Georgia Resty. He's a gift from the gods, I say. He's a gift from the gods, Georgia Resty. And he plays for Haringey. That's brilliant, mate. That's I was, great. I built that from the terraces. Let's, uh, let's try and get that recorded in one of the games. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I like about that is he's Greek and they're like referencing gods and stuff. Yeah. It's got a little bit like... Cult- clever. Yeah. There's yeah. another chant about him as well, which is to, to the tune of um, Coca-Cola Cabana, yeah. but I can't... I'm always a bit too far away to hear the yeah, lyrics. I know what you mean. I know it's to the tune of Coca-Cola Cabana. Um, so next time I'll try, maybe I'll try and talk to one of the fans to try and get that. Um, yeah, I guess we've got a new pod hero. Yeah. Um, a lot of pod heroes this episode. We've got Malachi, got <sighs> the hatchet hero, and we've got uh, George. Yeah, I, mean, I can't... I'm loving the pod more and more every time we do it. Just, yeah, it's just good. absolutely loving it. I think, um, yeah, so that's, well, 5 0 win. Means we're on to our next game. Yep. We know already who we're going to be playing the next game. Cray Wanderers. Cray Wanderers. We're in the same league as Yeah, so this so, should be a little bit tighter, shouldn't it? Yeah, and I think maybe some sort of old scores to settle, maybe a bit of rivalry, you never know. Yes. Obviously, they play, I think they played, together, they played each other already in this season. So maybe, you know, some, there were some big tackles during that game. There was some stuff which not, not everyone's a fan of. So we could see a little bit of a little bit of feistiness. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, uh, Georgie little plays. Hopefully, plays his heart out again. I mean, it's not Haringey if he's not playing. No, exactly. For me, anyway. Uh, uh, well, it's about time to call it a day, but shall we go over to uh, the reading corner? Dictionary corner, like yeah. the countdown. Before we start with the book, actually, it's interesting. Um, when I was looking for a passage to read, I was looking at the index, and actually, this isn't the passage I want to read, but he does mention... Um, so we're talking about Neil Warnock. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. Anybody, this is the first episode. <laughs> Just... uh, we're reading Neil, Neil Warnock's autobiography. He does mention Stainstown, funny enough. Does he really? Yes. He says, he's talking about the FA Cup, actually. And he says he got Stainstown at home and they beat them 1-0 with a 45-yard screamer from Dougie Newton. Of course. So sorry oh, any Stainstown fans who have had to relive two FA Cup defeats in yeah. this pod. Um, but it's just cool that, you know, Stainstown, like I said, they're an old club, they're an old club and even, even Warnock himself faced them from time to time. They are then. Historic. But, but let's get into the meat of it. Okay. Uh, before I start again, yeah. I'm going to give you a chance to uh, answer a question here, Alex. Please. Warnock's playing career ended. Yeah. 
he went straight into management. Yeah. But obviously at quite a low level, he couldn't just do management. <clears throat> Needs to put bread on the table. Yeah. Do you want to have a guess of what he did alongside football management for the first few years of his career? Okay, yeah, three guesses. So a, a different <laughs> occupation. Yeah. I'm trying to think of footballers. So didn't Jamie Vardy worked in a brick factory, I think, didn't he? Is that your guess? No, 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 no. <laughs> Boy, imagine Warnock in a brick factory. He would he would hate it. Yeah. I think Neil Warnock worked as a uh, cobbler. Nope. Okay. Electrician. Nope. Neil Warnock worked as a surf instructor. <laughs> no, that would be that. What a twist that would be. <laughs> Funny enough, you were closest with Cobbler. Okay. But let's go into the book and uh, you'll let's find, find out. out. For six years, I divided my time between chiropody and football. Carry on, carry on. For six years, I divided my time between chiropody and football management. I worked long hours as a shropodist so I could devote as much time as possible to football management, scouting opponents and looking for new players. The press loved the idea of a football manager who was also a shropodist. They would appear with one of those giant dinosaur's feet you sometimes still see in toy shops and get pictures of me pretending to treat its toenails. There had been a shropody practice on the same site in Tinsley before I set up my practice. The previous guy had had it for donkey's years. He was in his 80s by the time he retired and he charged one pound a foot. I did the place up, decorated it and made it gleaming. It was beautiful. I gave my patients 20 minutes of an appointment and I put the price up to £5 a session, which had the old lady community in absolute uproar. But that's before I worked on their feet. The previous guy, a lovely old bloke, had only spent five minutes on each pair of feet and I was taking four times that long. Once I'd given those feet 20 minutes of the kind of attention they had never had before in their entire lives, every one of them came back for more. Not only that, they told their friends about me. They gave me the same spiel about how expensive it was, but once I worked on their feet, they kept coming back. I love my shroppity. I know most people would say, I don't want to be messing about other people's feet, but I enjoyed it, because I was good at it. If you're good at something, it's easy to do. I dealt with the usual range of foot problems, ingrown toenails, soft corns between the toes, verrucas, fallen arches, you name it. You see a lot of problems before they develop if you're a good shroppidist. Again, what the fuck is that? <laughs> so he talks about shroppity more lovingly than he does about football. Yeah, about literally anything in the book. He hates everything except yeah, Shropody. But he's so proud of himself. And I, like, that was quite hard to read, partly because it's quite poorly written. And also, it, it, this goes on for ages. He talks about Shropody for a long old time. Maybe we'll come back to it. Yeah. He talks with such pride. It, like, he seems like, yeah, he, like, when it comes to football, he's blaming everyone else. Everything was so unfair. It's, it's Fergie's fault. It's being his fault. This is just, no, I was the best in town. Yeah, I, yeah, I like that. Yeah. No one could even come close to me. This old prick who is retired, <laughs> charging one pound a foot. Useless. I like the brag, the humble brag that he spends four times on, four times longer on people's feet than anybody else in property. On each foot. <laughs> on each foot, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't understand this thing about um, the press would come with one of those giant dinosaurs. Not that. I don't know what that like means. That's paleontology. That's part paleontology, part shropody. Well, I don't. He says you see them in toy shops. I, I haven't seen them. Maybe maybe some of the older <laughs> listeners have seen. I've seen these giant dinosaurs feet. He also says he talks about it like this is happening all the Why time. Dinosaurs as well. Yeah. Isn't shropody just people. Yeah. Um, he talks about it like it's happening all the time. So how often did the press come with? Are you, after the first time, you'd be like, oh, it's quite funny. How many pictures in the press can you have of Neil Warnock next to a giant dinosaur's foot? The 17th time, Neil's down working on an old lady's feet and a bloke turns up with, yeah. with a Stegiosaurus foot. And I wonder what the what the publisher's thinking, because at one point he just lists off several foot problems. Yeah. Why is the publisher allowing <laughs> yeah, the like, yeah, this, well, this, this is good. Do you really think we need this bit, Neil? Yeah, yeah, I want to mention fallen arches and verrucas. Even we're like, maybe we should get back to the football every so often. <laughs> yeah. Isn't Neil us? Neil, we embody the same spirit so, as Neil, yeah. just going off at tangents. Um, yeah, the old lady community were in an uproar. 
but you well, know, he uh, he silenced. Should have seen how they reacted when he got relegated with Sheffield United. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's, it's, I generally this made me happy because he seems he's upset in most of the most of the book. Yeah, doesn't seem to go his way. This time, I think he. Should, I think he, there was a crossroads here, and then his life could have been a book manager, could have been a shop of this. Yeah, I think he. He knew he was working with feet, whatever he did. Yeah, the, the chapter's called Happy Feet. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> um, and then I worked in a zoo with penguins. <laughs> that would be the ultimate thing. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> but I think he was at crossroads. He went the wrong way. I think Neil Warnock would be happier. Okay. If he was a shopperist. Okay. Moving like from town to town, still as a foot manager. No, I think he'd stay in Tinsley. He got sacked as the Tinsley shopperist becomes the Cardiff. Yeah. Sean Bean bursts in as I go in. <laughs> Doing shit work on his We'd have feet. to deal with Sean Bean if I stayed in Shropody. We might come back to this chapter. There's another bit in this where he talks about a particular woman who's very rude to him about his Shropody. Oh, really? And when he when he, he kind of, maybe we'll save it, but when he, he calls her out at one point and she backs off and she agrees that actually he's, he's actually, the best. You are the best. He is the best in town. Int- intimidating Shropodist. Yeah, it's actually, even he's, yeah, charged £5 a foot. Apparently it's worth it. Well, I'll leave that. I'll be the judge of that. If we happen to get Neil Warnock's Cardiff or whichever team he's managing later in the season, I'll ask him to have a look at my feet. Yeah, and I think, although it'd be a strange request, it would be, it would, he loves it so much. He, he says himself yeah. he loves property. He would be so happy that we know about his passion, his yeah. real passion. And he'd get involved. Yeah. Good lad. Cool. Alex, another good pod. Brilliant pod. We're off the, Hern, we're off the Haringey again. We are, to see Cray Wanderers. Cray Wanderers, and hopefully we'll win again. We'll, we've ended our losing streak. Let's start a winning streak. Yep. And let's see some more goals. See you next week, Jack. See you next week. Thank you.